for better sleep, rest assured, is engineeredsleep.com. Uh, to our guest lines, where Dane Young from UGA's rival site joins us now, talking some Georgia athletics. Good morning, Dane. How you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Mickey. You know, generally I'm a pretty frugal person, but like a mattress is one of those things that, like, when it's time to get one, I always splurge on that because. Like you spend a lot of your life on whatever mattress that you choose. And so mattresses and food is where I tend to spend my money because they're necessities. I drive a vehicle that's 17 years old and have no desire to upgrade it. Uh, but mattresses and food, yeah, that, that's, that's where the money goes in, in my world. Hopefully, now you've got two kids now. Uh, yeah. But, so you don't spend a third of your life now uh, sleeping. But hopefully, you know, a lot of people I think can spend a third of your life sleeping which would be good. i mean fair but like even with the kids like if, if your time is reduced then you need your quality to be yes. increased so there you go. when your shifts come you fall asleep quickly right. I, i'm just doing a great commercial for your sponsor you are and then when you get ready let me know and uh and i'm gonna send some stuff over about these guys whenever you do another one there or whenever your kids they do kids bets too so hey it could be some Ooh, good stuff for you. great and, and so much more affordable which is great uh, I want to talk to you. We, we talked a lot of college basketball, and I, I talk very little Georgia basketball. I've had some theories here. But let me let me get a little State of the Union for you. You're closer to Georgia athletics than I am. Uh, correct me where I am wrong. Obviously, football is at the top of its game right now, and they've got an amazing program. Uh, baseball is, to me, Georgia baseball is a weird deal because uh, I've always felt like Georgia should be better in baseball with all the talent right there in the state of Georgia with the in-state uh, tuition and the, and the 11.7 scholarships. It seems to me that, the, and they have had some really good teams in the last 20 years. They've had some bad teams the last 20 years. It's a weird, what, what's your take on Georgia baseball through, you know, throughout the years? Recent years has underperformed. Totally agree with you. I, I think that Georgia has kind of struck it's really hard to recruit in college of baseball because Georgia, if you look at their pledge commitments every year, it looks like, oh, man, they're going to have a star-studded roster. But then some of them are just a little too good for college baseball, and, and then they end up in you know some minor league system as being a first, second-round draft pick. And, of course, you're going to take that money and buy fast college to do that. And I think Georgia has struggled to strike the balance of recruiting well, but like not to the extent that they don't come. And that's really hard. I think baseball is the hardest sport to recruit in that way. But as you say, Georgia should have more advantages just in local talent, and it doesn't always work out for them. I, I do think that Georgia hit a bit of a bum luck in the COVID year. I think that team was pretty good because Emerson Hancock is a really good pitcher that is going to be playing for the Mariners this season. Uh, Cole Wilcox was you know, a hard-throwing lefty. So they had top-end pitchers that season. I don't know if they would have won the College World Series or anything, but I think they had a shot to at least knock on the door to Omaha. I don't really see that for this year's team, and frankly, it's because they don't have the pitching. So, yeah, I, I think it's underperformed, and, um, you know, unless it gets turned around pretty quickly, I wouldn't be surprised if you see some potential changes in the next year or two. But the, I get the feeling, because I've been to Foley Field before, I, I get the feeling that, at least they care, right? I mean, the, the community there. I think they need to draw better. I mean, that's the thing. It's a it's a it's a pretty big town, and and, and uh, there's enough. You know, there's other things to do in Athens, but still, man, a nice spring day. It seems like they do care a little bit about baseball. They, they like they give us somewhat of a concerted effort. Is that fair? Yeah, the fans do, but I think the question is how much does Georgia's administration care? Because if yeah. you just track the dollars in the facilities, like Foley Field isn't bottom tier of, of the SEC in terms of recent facilities. Now, some of that's because other teams have prioritized baseball and upgrades. I, I think most of the SEC West is better than Foley Field in terms of facilities and creating a great atmosphere. And then you look at what Tennessee has done in the last couple of seasons. Georgia's behind. So I'm getting to basketball, but I think about it. Obviously, uh, tennis uh, has done great. Uh, gymnastics has done great. Uh, there's been some success in swimming. There's been success in, in women's basketball. My point through all that is, and I guess there, you know, you can always have ups and downs. There's times in sports. I get all that. My point through all that is I've only been to, to Stegman Coliseum once, and, that, and that, to be fair, that was 10, 12, 15 years ago. I'm just amazed at just how bad Georgia basketball has been through the years. And I'm amazed that in a, in a city that size, in a league that, that everybody else is doing good, it just seems like that they have no interest at all. And while other places have turned football into basketball success, 
Alabama being one of them. My question to you is, am I off base with, with that with Georgia basketball? And if I'm not, then what in the world, why has Georgia been this bad for this long in a sport which they don't have to be, in my opinion? That's a million-dollar question. I mean, I've had people ask me that for 20 years around Georgia, and you've seen a couple of spurts. I mean, there were one or two of those Mark Fox teams that they at least made the tournament. And, you know, it, you wake up and you look in the NBA, and there are three Georgia players in the NBA right now. One was the number one overall pick. And then you're like – well, they didn't really do anything in college. They just happened to be at Georgia. And that's uh, confusing, I think, in some ways. And, you know, it's a similar deal. There's a ton of basketball talent in Georgia, and they don't come to Georgia. They they go up toward the Carolinas, or right now they're going to Alabama and Auburn. And trying to figure out why that's the case has kind of been the million-dollar question for a long time in Georgia. Um, I don't really have the answer because I think that Mike White is a good coach. But, man, how <laughs> – like – you just lost Alabama by 49 points, and then last night to Arkansas by 32. I mean, they're not competing in a lot of these games right now, and there were some signs of promise early in the season. He'll get a pass this year because, you know, the roster that he was left from Tom Crean, which we can talk about Tom Crean appearing back in the headlines in regards to Todd Munkin yesterday, which was uh, just a, another turd from him for Georgia fans. But, um yeah, I mean, Georgia basketball is an enigma. I, I think it's it's one of those things that uh, no one really has the answer to. And But, like, you just said it. If if Alabama and Auburn can do it, why not Georgia? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Josh Brooks a pass on this. Um, I, I've only, I spoke to him a couple times. He's like a really good guy, and, and I was really impressed with him. A lot of it is what you've inherited, and and he was only he's only been there a couple of years now. Can we blame McGarity? Blame Damon Evans? Blame? I mean, look, Vince was a little bit like like um, Frank Howard over here. That any resources going to go to football? But at yeah. this point in time, over the last maybe ten years, is this isn't resources? I mean, who has? But you're printing money in in the athletic department at University of Georgia right now. So can I go back and blame maybe McGarity for bad hires, or blaming Damon Evans maybe for some bad hires, and not not hold Josh Brooks accountable so far early in his tenure? Somewhat, but I mean, was Mark Fox a bad hire? He was really good in Nevada. He's awful at Cal right now. But I mean, Georgia, in terms of the talent they had on the rosters. He probably got about as much as you could get. I mean, a few tournament appearances, and they weren't very good overall. Um, I don't know that – look, Tom Crean was a disaster. And, and a piece of Crean was he had no interest in, in going to Atlanta to meet the AAU coaches you have to meet to recruit. Like, he, he didn't do that. He was just very quirky and strange. And uh, I get that if, if he gets a superstar talent with him, you can kind of make it work out. But he didn't do that with Anthony Edwards. He got Anthony Edwards and – George didn't really compete. They didn't even make the tournament. And I think that's pretty embarrassing when you have the number one overall pick. I mean, LSU did this with Ben Simmons, right? You get the number one overall pick, and you can't do one of the best 68 teams in the country. Like, that's that's unforgivable. Like, that's when I knew the Crean era was over. And it lasted longer than that because of money, but that's when I knew it was over. So, with that said, let me give you two different examples. Auburn basketball, like, they travel now. They, they'll have a thousand, couple thousand. It's almost like Kentucky basketball, not quite to that extent. But, like, their fans go on the road now. I think part yeah. of that is that Auburn football has been such a dumpster fire that what Bruce Pearl's given them is they were so starved for success. That's one thing. But on the other side of it, I mean, Alabama's been at the top of college football world. They use those resources. They get a date. Oh, they're talking about coliseums and, and, and facilities now. It's not like Alabama star for it. So the point there is, and, and for these football schools, Clemson kind of included in this, is that you kind of realize that while it will never be number one, it can be an awful lot of fun. I, I just, I, I, in my mind, I just think of Athens, Georgia as this uh, gold mine that could be so much more. For some reason, it's not. But but you, would you agree well, with me? I mean, the that excuse it could that I hear on campus is that football sucks the air out of the room in those situations. And, like, right now, football's been playing until mid-January. So you're like, well, this is the college basketball season at that point. But as you say, that's an excuse. Like, that that doesn't hold water because you look at a lot of teams that have had success in both sports. And, I mean, frankly, follow the Jordan brand. Like, it's Oklahoma, it's Michigan, it's Florida. Like, we've seen them all do well in football and basketball. Alabama's done it right now. It's possible, but Georgia has, has completely failed to do that. And the efforts like they put out last night against Arkansas, it just, like – it's really bad optics, and even if the expectations were so low, which, I mean, they are, and I think Mike White's a good coach, but, you know, we we have to see how he recruits next year. I guess the good thing about basketball is 
you can turn that sport around as fast as any because that roster looks completely different from year to year. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what? Where um, is there another sport in Georgia that you would compare to basketball? Is there another sport out there that should be better than they are? Because it seemingly they they do, and again, it's not consistent, but they do very well in a lot of sports. There is another sport that you is a head scratcher for you there or not? Probably the. I mean, baseball comes to mind, and yeah. we discussed that. Yeah. Uh, historically, men's tennis has been awesome at Georgia, and they're still really good. And Manny Diaz is a great coach, but they've probably taken a bit of a dip. And some of that was facilities too. I mean, Georgia used to host the NCAA championships a ton, and then facilities got where the NCAA was not coming to Athens for it anymore. They're upgrading that now to try to attract more of those championships, but. I mean, this was this was a tennis town too. Like that was a big deal, and yeah. just like it was with gymnastics. I mean, gymnastics is probably the other one, and I think that they're probably on the road to getting a little bit better. But it's been a long dip for gymnastics compared to what it was when Suzanne Yaquin was running it. So what I'm hearing here then, and I don't know because this hadn't been there enough, is that uh, facilities upgrades are going to be a big part of, of the Josh Brooks over the next five to ten years because. Um, it certainly has got to be, be revenue. I mean, revenue is there, I would think. So is it, is it facilities that need upgrading in some spots? Base, yeah, I mean, baseball facilities. But then, yeah, it's totally that. I mean, football is getting all the facility upgrades at once, right? And so the other sports kind of wait in line, and that kind of creates some internal political issues. And that's what Josh Brooks's job is, is to manage that, manage the personalities, and have them all think they're rowing in the same direction. But I can tell you that Georgia lost a really good track coach because he was tired of the lack of resources he was getting compared to the attention that football gets. To which I say, look around the room. I mean, this is, you have to see what matters here. And I don't think he was wrong. I think, I think he was a good coach. And I think he was saying for me to even be more successful, this is what I need. And they're saying, okay, we'll get it to you when we get it to you. And then he looks around and sees the whole, you know, side of Sanford stadium being renovated. And he's like, well, what the heck, man? Uh, but, but it's not, to me, that's not an either or. Because there's just enough money to do both or to do all of Maybe not everything. You can't take care of I mean, of, it shouldn't be, Mickey, but, yeah. like, when those conversations are happening around COVID, too, I mean, Georgia traditionally is more conservative with yeah. spending, uh, and they brag so much about what they had money-wise and preserves that, you know, they could lean on. And so I, I think that they made a lot of the money spending a little more conservative at that time. We'll see if that adjusts. Hey, I'm not saving it for the next athletic director. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, well josh is a pretty young guy though so yeah. you know i don't think i think he really is trying to do this in a way that you know, shows that he'll be there for a long time and, and managing it well and look he has to be the one to go to those meetings and show how their money has been spent so you know that's not a spot i want to be in no all right final thought on him um like i said I, i've had a couple interactions with him and he's been great to me and and i was really really impressed is he as good as as i i perceive him to be one of those good young bright minds yeah josh is a good guy and uh, you know he came with the football side of it he was director of football operations and uh and then left and then came back uh, I, I think josh is doing a good job i do think that they have to get men's basketball at least somewhat more competitive and, you know, I, I think they have a good coach now. It's just, you know, are people going to want to come see that team? And that's going to come down to recruiting, frankly. Yeah. Tell me about uh, what the YouTube stuff. Tell me about uh, the rival site. There's a lot going on. with the, Obviously, we, we spent a whole segment. We didn't talk a lot of football, but there's still a lot going on for you guys. Well, I'll tell you the, the thing that's piqued my interest, and maybe we'll talk about it on our YouTube channel, UGA Sports, uh, today sometime this week. Todd Munkin was introduced as the Ravens' offensive coordinator uh, yesterday, and John Harbaugh, in introducing him, said that the idea of hiring Harbaugh started from a conversation with Tom Crean. As you know, Harbaugh and Tom Crean, brothers-in-law. And so that is kind of the final dump that I guess Tom Crean took on Georgia fans as being the link to get Todd Munkin out of here. And uh, a lot of people didn't like that. And so, yeah, I think that'll probably be the fodder on UGASports.com for the day because Crean was already not liked. And that's just kind of the final nail in the coffin for him. Well, and we know that they married into being brother-in-laws there because the Harbaugh's don't have the bad hair that Crean has. <laughs> they didn't They didn't inherit that on that side of things. The gene. If you go to my Twitter, and you've, you've pubbed my Twitter before for yes. some of the jokes that I threw on there, but there's this one screenshot from – this is when he was Indiana's coach, and he was being interviewed, Tom Crean, uh, and, and 
he has this like deer in the headlights look that makes me laugh so much. And so I use it in every Tom Cream joke that I tell. So there, there's one on my Twitter from this morning if you want to go check that I'm out. I'm going to go to it right now on Twitter. Um, remind folks the Twitter, the Twitter site, the Twitter feed. Uh, my handle is just Dane Young, D-A-Y-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G. Always love it, man. Uh, let's talk. Maybe we might even talk some football, some Georgia football next week when we visit. Let's do it. Thank you, Dane. Always appreciate it. Have a great week. You too, Mickey. We'll see you. Dane Young from Rival Site for the University of Georgia. Hey, uh, Patterson Tax Service, folks, I'm just telling you, I'm just warning you, it's going to be March here uh, in the next six days, and then, or seven days, and then it's going to be April, 31 days after that. This thing just flies by. You get busy with work, you get busy with church, you get busy with school, you get busy with family stuff. Business stuff. And, and next thing you know, you're like, oh my goodness, I hadn't done our taxes yet. Don't don't let that happen this year. And don't stress about your taxes. Let the professionals handle it. The Patterson Tax Service, P-A-T-T-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. The best in the business. Friends of mine have been doing mine for a long time, and you'll love it at the Patterson Tax Service. When we come back, Andrew Oliphant's going to join us. The PGA Tour comes to the Florida Swing. We'll ask about John Rahm being number one. We'll ask about Bernard Langer. Ask about uh, Tiger Woods. There's a lot to discuss in the golf world. When you come back for more after this. We've all been there. Rushing to the restroom in a public place and bam, you're hit with that out of order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Check out the Press Box with Brad and John every weekday morning from 9 to noon here on The Roar. Brad and John will get you caught up on all things college football, from Group of Five to Power Five, Clemson football, coaching carousel and more brad and john also keep you up to date with everything in college athletics as well as the atlanta braves check it out each morning on 105.5 and 97.5 fm or tune in on our app or website theroarfm.com 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family not only was it the year that i became head coach at clemson but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle service or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. When the unexpected happens and you need legal advice on how to move forward, Nick Lavery Clemson's local attorney is here to help. Maybe you were hurt on the job or in a car accident, charged criminally, or need help with a residential real estate closing. Nick is a former state prosecutor, has been fighting for Tiger fans like you for over 20 years. Call 864-654-3680, 864-654-3680, or visit online at nicklaverylaw.com. If you are looking for first-class service, consider First Class Halt. Here at First Class Halt, our technicians are not paid by commission. All this does is promote unnecessary repairs and dollars being spent by you. We pride ourselves on being honest. We will never sell you a service that doesn't need to be done, and no surprises. All prices must be approved by you before work is done. Come see what First Class Service really means. First Class Halt, located in Anderson and Greenville. Gentlemen, erectile dysfunction or low T got you down? Take action now and turn your life around. Call Greenville Men's Clinic at 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. Make the call today, 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. Underage drinking is one of South Carolina's most troubling health issues, and the Forrester Center for Behavioral Health in Spartanburg is here to help. An estimated 85 South Carolinians under age 21 die each year from alcohol use, and some children are drinking alcohol regularly as young as 13 years old. Now is the time to start a conversation with your child about the dangers of underage drinking. Visit theforestercenter.org for treatment services, prevention tips, and more. 
Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com. Or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your game day connection to Clemson football. All day, every game. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. This segment is sponsored by my great friends at Katichi, C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E-E.com. Talking some golf with the director for instruction over at Katichi, my friend Andrew Oliphant. Good morning, Andy O. How you doing, friend? I'm doing great. Good morning, Mickey. Uh, you're, you are doing great. You're not, not doing as great as John Rahm. What a start for Rom uh, winning again this week. Very difficult golf course and doing it in some 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 great venues. Um, your thoughts on on why John Rom is doing what he's doing and, and how long this can last? Yeah, how long can it last is a great question, isn't it? Uh, you know, he's been playing great for some time. You know, right from Tory Pines there and. You know, kept it going all the way up to to this weekend's tournament. Um, just turned it on at the right moment. You know, when he hit that, you know, nearly made a hole in one on thirteen, fourteen, whatever it is there. And um, you know, just the players of that caliber just seem to produce the right shots at the right time, and and that's what he's been doing. So, you know, he's uh, he's trending in the right direction to our first major, which is going to be coming up and eyes are going to be on him. And I get questions about his golf swing all the time. You know, it's quite unique. And he shared with, with us that uh, he was born with a club foot, you know, so that's why he's got this short swing and he's just strong as a bull, isn't he? He just pounds it off the tee and, and gets the job done. Uh, One of my favorite comments about him is when David Faraday talked about how big he is, um, and, that, and that lower body especially goes. He really fills out his trousers um, because <laughs> of that, that lower body. But a, a win at the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii, a win at the American Express, a third in Phoenix, and now a win at the Genesis. With that said, there is a difference. Oftentimes we see guys play good either in Hawaii or play good in California and not play well in, in the Florida swing or because it's, it's Bermuda grass, different grass, or vice versa not play well there, but all of a sudden come to play over here in Florida. Talk to me about the difficulty of how different golf is in the desert or different it is in California or Hawaii compared to coming east and playing some different classes here. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and players will, they'll schedule themselves, you know, so that they'll start the season coming up this week in Florida. Um, you know, they might miss a few events over on the, the West Coast side just purely because it doesn't suit their game. Um, as great a player as they are, you know, they recognize that around the greens, that it's, uh, whether they're playing on a polo-style grass, bent greens, uh, Bermuda, and then all of a sudden they get to Florida and you're faced with this real tricky stuff around the greens. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in Florida and, and I'd get players from all over the world come for golf lessons and, and almost just 
lose their short game down there due to the grass conditions. And it is difficult. You know, you can be standing in a 10-foot square and have 10 different lies and sometimes two or three different grass styles. And players this week, you know, at the Honda there at PGA National, they'll have to spend a little extra time working on the short game just to just to tune it in. Um, we'll see players perhaps not using as much loft around the, the greens. They'll go to a straighter face club. Ball will come out a little bit differently for them. But that's, that's typically what we'll see. And again, those players, they'll schedule themselves accordingly. You know, they'll, they'll stay away from a few courses that they don't particularly like and, and look forward to the ones that they do like. Uh, Tiger Woods goes 69, 74, 67, 73. Uh, it's the best he, I, I, in my opinion, he looked better uh, this week than he looked at any point in time since the accident. Uh, were you impressed with that? May, and, and, and not just the numbers, but maybe even more the ball speed numbers and the driving distance numbers as he was pumping it by Thomas and Michael mm-hmm. in the first couple of rounds and then the, the lowest round it since the comeback at the 67 on Saturday. What were your thoughts about what you saw from Tiger at Riviera? Yeah, ball speed was incredible. Um, and, and I was probably like so many, a little bit uh, starry-eyed when we saw him playing the tournament we spoke last week and you threw those stats at me. And when you start putting the stats together – it's like, yeah, this guy is not, you know, it's, you take away the name Tiger Woods, we, we wouldn't be saying anything. Um, and then that first round when he went out, it was like fuel probably birdies the last three holes to get in the clubhouse at 69. And and you're like, well, okay, you know, the, the whole world's eyes were on him and his, his media interview was interesting where it's like, you know, he was just trying to shake off the rust and, he shared with us how it was almost like a, a, a club golfer getting out there after the winter time and you know trying to relearn playing competitive golf. Um, so I think from that side it was impressive how he how he did share almost that humanity about his game and being so humble. Um, but it, as as a golf coach and, and fan, it was just great to see him back out there and. And you're right; those ball speeds are incredible. How far he's he's still got that power in the tank. At how old is he? Forty, forty-seven years old now. So he's and he's still whipping it past most guys. Forty-seven years old on one leg, and he's bombing it by Thomas and McIlroy. That was to me that was impressive. And the the is it just me? Or am I seeing what I want to see? Did the gate look better? Like he he was walking a little bit better. I thought in his interview, he looked, he, he looked like he was hurting after round one. You can sort of see the expression in the face a little bit. Um, but it, the the gate, I think in person, looks a lot better than what the TV. And, you know, he's, he should be getting stronger. He should be getting better. But, um, you know, like you say, he's, when he's whipping it past JT and McElroy, he's, he's obviously putting a lot more stress on his body than he, than he maybe needs to. And, um, he'll, he'll he'll have to be a little careful with that, you know. Just keep getting after it as hard as he is. All right, you sent me a text about Bernhard Longer. What a story! Bernhard Longer um, gets his forty fifth champions title. He is tied. Um, Hell Irwin's mark now at number forty five. He's going to break the record here very very soon. Man, this guy in his career, um, his his consistency has been amazing. Why is why is Bernhardt Longer the greatest senior player we've ever seen in, in, in a Hall of Famer and a major champion? Why, why has he been able to do it as long as he's been able to do it? I think you just got to put it down to his determination and that, that fire to, to win. And these guys get on a they get on a roll and they just get in his own and, and point themselves in a direction and it becomes addictive to them that they're just going to keep keep winning. And you know he won't stop till he's got it got it done. I mean, I'm sure he's going to go for the for the next W as soon as he can. Um, you know, I, I've asked myself that question: What keeps these guys on tour for so long? You know, they, they make millions of dollars and they just love it. You know, they love the the, the challenge, the competition, um, even down to the travel. I mean, you think of the 
the amount of travel that Bernhard Langer has done, not just on the Champions Tour, but you know throughout his entire career. Um, I mean, the guy just must know how to live out of a suitcase, you know, and live out the back of his car, you know, and and go ahead and win tournaments. And we link in what was so impressive to me is that I think, yes, he's, he's the best player on the Champions Tour, no doubt. Um, but, you know, Patrick Harrington breathing down your neck, the way he's hitting the golf ball, um, players like Ernie Els coming out there, the way they hit the golf ball, and the, the amount of major champions that are actually on that Champions Tour now, um, just, you know, breathtaking of how he's gone out there and do it and keep doing it. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's the hard part for the PGA Tour. The special hard part for the Champions Tour is that, uh, you know, at, at 50 and 51 and 52, you can do it because you're at the top of your game and you're playing against older guys. But he's doing it, uh, you know, 10 years into this thing now against 50-year-olds. And, and we all know the body changes. but And, and obviously his workout routine and, and he's doing a great job with that. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of difference. But, yeah, that's just, what, a, what a career he has had for sure. Um, I didn't want to talk a whole lot about it, but Liv Goff is back. Year two. Will, will we see any more? I mean, it won't be attention about who's going now, but will Liv Goff make any kind of head-to-head splash against the, the PGA Tour? Um, I think if they're going to, they need to change that format. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, for me, shotgun start, um, three round event, little rah rah, and, and you know, live music, and and really create a little bit of a party atmosphere to things. Um, you know, the guys are obviously leaving the PGA Tour with with dollar signs in their eyes, trying to get some guaranteed cash. Whether they're later in their career and looking at it, just going, well, this is a cash cow for me. Um, young guys coming up thinking, well, it's no brainer. I, I, I've got to do it. I'm hot out of college. What if, you know, there's no guarantees on the PGA Tour? Um, but if it's going to, you know, if they're going to compete um, and have two tours, which they do now, you know, like you say, we're in year two, I think we've got to change a little bit of the format. And whether that's going to happen, I don't know. But uh, it's not for me. You know, I mean, the shotgun start three round events, you know, I was chatting with people here, how can you start on a certain golf hole and, and expect the course to play the same, you know, the, there are certain events out there where you can do a first and tenth tee start um, a lot of those courses lend themselves to that, you know, the, the you know, the tenth hole and the first hole will be similar golf holes and as you get into the round there's some similarities but you know, shotgun start yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not what the the professionals should be doing on a regular basis. I keep saying on the live tour, the big deal will be when they fold and what happens to the players and the, and the punitive part of the PGA because it's it's just not going to last. And how do we allow Dustin Johnson? What what's his penalty? How do you allow him back in? Um, Turk Pettis, uh, Pettit is a guy that that played here at Clemson. That played last year. Now he's he's not. He doesn't have status there now. And now he's trying to play Asian tour type stuff. And so, how do you let those guys back in? And what their damage is going to? To me, that's going to be the story. Hey, another story I can teach you right now. You got an aim point class. If you've not done aim point, you need to do it. Aim point class coming up in March. Yeah, end of March. Um, you know, as you know, I'm a big fan of of uh, being able to get players to read the green, and this system definitely works. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of players over over recent weeks have you know been coming to me like, hey, I'm really struggling to read the greens, and well, this is the this is the route we need to go down and and learn how to do aim point and just watching players how they practice and anybody that's listening, if you're a golfer, just think when was the last time you went to a putting green and just worked on your green reading? You know, and and a lot of players will probably say, well, never. You know, they they go to the green, throw a couple of golf balls down and start putting. Um, you know, I see some players will set some tees up around the, the hole and and continue to putt that way. Um, but, you know, ask yourself when you last worked on green reading and you probably get an answer that says, you know, hardly ever or, or never at all. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a strong believer in aim point and um, there's a class, 
you know, if you're if you're interested in group sessions, there's a class at the end of March that uh, that we'll be doing here at Katichi. Do it, Andrew at Katichi.com. Sign up for it, get it done. The golf course is in great shape right now. The weather is amazing. The woolly jumpers are already up in the boxes in the attic, and we're ready to play some golf. Honda Classic this week. Live next uh, this week. Next week we go to Bay Hill, a place you're very familiar with. Can't wait to visit with you next week, Andrew. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks again, Mickey. Uh, as usual, Andrew at com, the best in the business. Go by and see our good friend there. Uh, that segment sponsored by my friends at Katichi, C-A-T-E-E-C-H-E-E.com in beautiful Hartwell, Georgia. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Final segment of a Wednesday show right after this. It's bow time. Ah! What's for lunch? The bow jingler from Bojangles. With the same bold flavor as their chicken. The same. And fries. The same. I've got a PB&J. Not the same. A crispy fish fillet dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. The Bojangles back. Order in the app to hook one while you can. M&J Auto Parts is your local independent auto parts warehouse. If you have an import, domestic, or slingshot vehicle, we have the parts you need. With over 100 years of staff experience, we'll get you back on the road quickly and affordably. We have also partnered with Jasper Engines and carry rough country off-roading parts. All parts carry a national warranty, so if a part fails, you are covered. Visit our warehouse, 106 West Wade Hampton Boulevard, Greer, or call us at 864-469-9389. We are here to help you. M&J Auto Parts. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Guys, listen up. Have you been struggling with ED? If so, we have some great news. There is finally a treatment for ED that requires no pills, no injections, and no surgery. This is the latest medical breakthrough for the treatment of erectile dysfunction. Greenville Men's Clinic is proud to offer the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, which has been proven to increase blood flow, reverse ED, and increase size. Stop wasting your time with pills that produce side effects and have little to no results. Medical institutions at Cambridge University and Cleveland Clinic have shown this technology to be safe with no side effects. So if you're looking for a proven solution, call Greenville Men's Clinic today. They have performed over 12,000 treatments with outstanding results and can help you too. Call Greenville Men's Clinic, 864-301-1111. That's 301-1111 or greenvillemensclinic.com. That's greenvillemensclinic.com.
Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Your sports, your hosts, your station. Second touchdown of the night. Got a little crease in between the tackles. Boy, does this kid look good. 105.5, 97.5. We're the roar, baby. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road. Gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture, I'm familiar, I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green, stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of, if you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hall. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us, uh, my friends at Upcountry Fiber for a stronger connection, upcountryfiber.com. Uh, get in touch with them. They can certainly help you out uh, with your internet at your home or your business, your um, HD TV. Um, you're going to love that stronger connection. Uh, the, the folks over at Upcountry Fiber have really great high speed fiber optic internet and they're and they're putting this in you know bigger areas are adding a hundred um uh, or every single month they're doing a hundred miles of, of of high speed fiber optic cable so that's great they're coming to an area in a year if they're not there right now so in anderson greenville pickens Oconee county Oconee and spartanburg counties the best in the business it's upcountry fiber i like that we don't have contracts you don't there's not anything to get out of you're not getting bait and switch pricing and these are good people been doing it for a long long time upcountryfiber.com. I'm getting some pushback uh, from a texture saying, how in the world can you say Clemson has a path to the NCAA tournament? Well, can they, can they, if they win the next four games, is that not a path? And if they win a couple games in the ACC tournament, is that not a path? I mean, we're talking about two ranked quad one wins on the road. So, Again, Do I think they're going to do that? No. Do I think they're going to the NCAA tournament? No. But can you you can you can push back the, by saying that I think there's a path. There definitely is a path. I mean, there's no. And way also, that, I mean, the ACC tournament. Any Virginia Tech won the ACC tournament last year. Anything can happen in the ACC tournament. Yeah. Now again, do I think that they will? No. I I, I think they're going to lose or or could lose at Virginia and at NC State. But you can't say that there's no path. And, and on top of that, you can't just give up and think that everything's oh you got to have some sort of reason to fight through all this. Anyway, with that said, uh, just on a text line, somebody pushed back on that. Um, let's recap this Alabama thing because I got a couple texts on it. Uh, the facts of the case, Faxon, are and, – and step in on all this. So, 23-year-old female murdered in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Darius Miles, a reserve on their team. Uh, you called him a role player on their team beforehand. Uh, was one of or is one of two men charged with capital murder. Miles's teammate Brandon Miller. It was revealed yesterday that that um, Miles texted Miller, who was a star on the team, the, the star on the team, to bring him his gun. They were roommates or whatever. He had access to it to an argument in downtown Tuscaloosa, to which Miller did that. Uh, the other side of the story that we found out yesterday is Nate Oates made some comments, and, and the wrong comments, in my opinion, of uh, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time and that Darius has never been in trouble, not in trouble for this. And that Now, he went back and later had to clarify because it was such a tone-deaf statement that um, you know, he apologized for what he said and said it's unfortunate through all that. Um, the other that, – that was Miles' gun – but it was Miller who brought who brought him the gun to the scene, and Miller. I mean, Miles and the other defendants' cases. It was self defense. 
any other facts that I've omitted or might not have presented clearly through that? The sheriff deputy gave a statement on Miller and said that they didn't have anything on him that was constitute that was worthy of constituting charges against him, which is why he wasn't involved in the ongoing investigation. Okay. So we obviously Miles is held. Uh, I mean, uh, capital murder charges is a major deal. Um, where and, and Miller won't face anything. Should Miller have faced, or uh, I guess the question is, should Miller face disciplinary action from the university or, or the basketball team? That's a fair thing to ask. That's fair. In your opinion, knowing what we know, should there be a suspension in there? I mean, I mean, yeah. I made a statement here earlier that if Miller does not bring the gun to the scene, I think there's a decent chance that the victim is alive today. I think that, you know, and who knows what escalated what. I'm not here about self-defense or not, but I mean, I think that's a pretty, that's, a, that's an easy path to, to say that. With that said, I think I'm right by saying this. You were pretty upset by Oates' comments or not upset by Oates' comments? I don't know if I was original comment. I don't know if I was upset by Oates' comments, but I thought that I thought that he was downplaying it, and I think he made his life a lot more difficult with the press going forward because of him downplaying. I wasn't particularly upset by it. I understand why people are upset by it, but I feel like Oates is playing into the, like you know these are my kids, these are my players. It's a tragic situation, and he just wants to downplay it as much as possible. If there is any case for that Miles, you know, the charges get dropped or something, they can move on with their lives. I think that's why Oates has taken the approach he was. Now, obviously, he backtracked and made a statement, which I'm assuming he was instructed to do because it, it was an insensitive statement. Um, the statement that we're talking about here is Oates said yesterday, quote, we knew about that, meaning Miller bringing the gun. Quote, we can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that uh, that was going to happen. Brandon hasn't been uh, any any kind of trouble, nor is he in trouble in this case. Wrong spot at the wrong time. I disagree with everything he said in that statement. Can't control what somebody does outside of practice. Well, yeah, but you could set a better, you know, a better, you know, somehow, someone. You know, you can't control it. But when he says nobody knew it was going to happen, I don't know, Nate. To be honest with you, if there's a dispute and there's guns involved and somebody brings another gun to it, I think we can not assume, but I think we can kind of maybe not be shocked that that, that happened that way. Um, hadn't been any kind of trouble, nor is in this case. Okay, I get that. But then finally, wrong spot at the wrong time? Mm, I think that's the wrong way to classify. Now, to his defense, and, and maybe it sounded tone deaf and it sounded bad there, in, his, in Nate Oates' defense, he did come back and say, in no way did I intend to downplay the, the seriousness of the situation, the tragedy that night. My prayers go out to his family, to her family, I should say. Um, and, you know, there's still the self-defense thing that they, they're claiming through all that, too, and we'll see how the case works out. But, yeah, I think you're right by saying it did sound like he tried to – it's not a cover-up, but it's a downplay, even though he said he didn't try to do that. That's the way it came across to me. And you got to understand, too, like, Oates loves all these kids. You know, these are yeah. guys he recruited out of high yeah. school, and this isn't an easy situation for him. My heart just goes out to everybody involved in the situation. It's, totally agree. It's a terrible situation all around, and I hope that, you know, we find some way to bring a light out of it and some sort of positivity in some angle. Yes. No doubt. Um, Texture says that the police know the law in the situation better than we do. How can we even have an opinion? It's not really an opinion based on the law. We said that the no. the sheriff deputy said that you know they can't charge Miller with anything because he hasn't had any criminal wrongdoing the way that they see the law. It was really just addressing the situation. Right. Um, Texture said, I'm bringing the gun just so my friend can do what? Admire it? Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, it's a very fair point. In hindsight, and again, hindsight's an easy thing, and, and this is a young person, but Brandon Miller, I mean, who knows? Maybe if it's self-defense, maybe there's Miles isn't alive and the other guy isn't alive right now. But in hindsight, man, there's better ways to handle it than to bring a gun. You know, you get your guy out of there. You, you, you come back and you live to live another day, and you live as a free man another day. Everybody's got too much to live for to resort to that. No, I totally agree with all that. And that's an easy deal there. Somebody would disagree with that. Watch. You know how that works. Hey, Brad Hughes, I'm an Allstate agent. I'm a good hands for Brad Hughes. Good hands at Allstate. 292-3001. Going the extra miles. Mile-wise, if you're driving less, then maybe you need to save money. Maybe some folks are saving over 
50% on their automotive insurance by mile-wise, putting a device on your car, you pay by the mile. And some folks, like I said, are saving big-time savings on that. If you're driving less, inquire about it. If not, inquire about the better insurance you might have from a home, from an auto, from a life. It's Brad Hughes and Allstate.com going the extra mile. Today, I am going to give Clemson softball once again. What what a story, man. 11-0 and 0 now. Uh, yesterday, Clark hit, hits a home run to start the game off. The Tigers score five in the bottom of the first, defeat a ranked Georgia team. Clemson moves to 11-0. and uh, Cagle pitched the shutout. I mean, a, a complete game without only, only one run. And the Tigers doubled up. Georgia hits 8-4. to four. Didn't make an error in a packed house over in Quarter Stadium. A big win for, uh, for Clemson against a ranked team and now top five team in Clemson. And we've got five games in four days down in Tampa. And you can hear two of those games this weekend. This is a story, and this what John Rittman and this this uh, staff and this team has been able to do. This is a story now. These are Omaha type contenders, and uh, what a what a great start it has been for Clemson softball uh, in this season. Uh, skip to uh, music for me. Two minute drill. What do you have for me? Facts. Just previewing a little bit more of tonight for Clemson versus Syracuse. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, not sure who all was up at that time listening, but if you didn't get to hear it, we pretty much said that this is do or die for both Syracuse and Clemson. Yes. Loser, loser leave town match. Yeah, this uh, is this is pretty much if you lose, you're out of the tournament unless you win the ACC tournament or something unprecedented happens uh, with the bubble teams or, you know, Clemson could rattle off three in a row and then two in the tournament. But, like, more more than likely – this is, you know, to stay alive in the tournament race. Clemson opened as four-point favorites. A big game tonight in Little John, so make sure you guys show out. And I think the Tigers are going to get the job done tonight, Mickey. They've had some success against Syracuse primarily at home. They struggle in the Carrier Dome. They've shot the ball well at home all year. Are you going tonight? I am going to go, yes. Okay. I need you to call in tomorrow. All righty. And I need you to notice one thing for me. When does Bayheim come out of the tunnel? So that's what I monitor. Is that my homework? Yes, yeah, your homework assignment. Okay. Because I'll be heckling Bayheim for I, what it's worth. I think I'm right by saying this. He came in for an NIT game before they joined the league. I think I'm right by saying it. And, or the first time he came in as ACC. Like, he didn't come in until the national anthem. And then player. He wasn't on the floor three minutes before the game started. So just monitor that. That's, you know what that is? That's big time in people. You know? I'm too big for this. I'm going to stay back here in, in my little cubby hole, and I'm going to come out. So just monitor that when Bayheim comes up. Uh, Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com for all the real estate needs. It's Eric Newton.com. Get in touch with him. He can certainly help you out. The very best in the business is Eric Newton.com. Uh, no one knows more about real estate in Clemson. No one can help you like he can. The best in the business. Full-service real estate company, Eric Newton.com. My two-minute drill. Four in the bottom of the seventh, uh, a seesaw battle. Clemson pulled away from Charlotte last night, 9-5. to five. The Tigers now 4-0. and oh. I can't wait for this weekend. Central Florida's a good club, and I uh, can't wait to uh, to to uh, get over to Doug Kingsmore and watch some baseball this weekend. And then this time next week, we'll be talking about Clemson and South Carolina and what a start the Gamecocks have had. That's going to be a slug fest. I'm excited for that. I am as well. Can't wait for that for sure. Let me thank Dane Young, UGA's rival site, Andrew Oliphant from over at Katichi, Director of Instruction there. Facts and Children's Facts on Sports. Uh, coming up, you got anything? I know you got a bunch of other stuff happening. I uh, should be next Tuesday. Awesome. Looking forward to that. John and Brad up next. Have a wonderful day. More poorly tune in tomorrow. That's what we will see on the radio. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Are you searching for a newer vehicle or maybe just want to drive something different? AutoWorks has what you're looking for and two locations to serve you. With just 500 down, you could be driving home in your newer vehicle. We have many financing options, including in-house financing. Visit us in Greer at 816 West Whittington Boulevard or in Spartanburg at 385 East Blackstock Road. Call or text 864 6